and welcome to the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. On today's episode, we'll be discussing ASIC's recent action against Macquarie Investment Management Limited and responsibilities of responsible entities. My guest today is ASIC Commissioner Greg Tanzer. Greg, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Andrew. It's good to be here. Before we get into the detail of this case, can you tell us why it's an, it's an important one for ASIC? Well, just late last month, Andrew, um, ASIC published its corporate plan for the next three years in which we set out the key challenges that we see uh, in our regulatory role and in particular the key risks that we want to address. And one of the key risks that is up there front and centre is gatekeeper culture and conduct in financial services and credit that results in bad outcomes for investors and consumers. And this case is all all about addressing some conduct of a gatekeeper that's produced bad outcomes for investors. So in this case, when we when talk about gatekeepers, we're talking about responsible entities. Yes. Uh, what, what is a responsible entity for the uninitiated? Well, put very simply, a responsible entity is the legal entity under the law that's responsible for operating what's called a managed investment scheme. Effectively, what a responsible entity does is it holds the uh, money of a lot of investors and holds it on trust for those investors and invests it on behalf of those investors. So in this particular case, the Macquarie Investment Management case, uh, Van Eyck, some people may know it as if they've seen it in the news. Can you give us an overview of What happened here that led to ASIC taking enforcement action? So Macquarie Investment Management was the responsible entity of a fund called the Van Eyck Blueprint International Shares Fund, a VBI fund that was supposed to be investing in international shares. The proceedings that we took involve investments of about $30 million that were made by this um, Van Eyck Blueprint Investment International Fund in 2012 you know, a Cayman Islands-based fund, which was known as Artifact Partners Global Opportunities Fund. The VBI fund was one of a number of blueprint funds which Van Eyck Research PL, which is now in liquidation actually, was the investment manager, but Macquarie was the responsible entity for those funds. And Macquarie ended up admitting to five contraventions of the Corporations Act and we filed an agreed statement of facts in the federal court to fully set out the facts. Uh, the contraventions that they agreed to, what were these contraventions? What was Essex action based on here? So there's basically three broad areas where the responsible entity, Macquarie Investment Management, failed to meet its duties to investors. Firstly, uh, there was unwarranted reliance on the investment manager Van Eyck in the selection of investments and Macquarie failed to bring independent judgment to bear on the recommendations that Van Eyck was making Mm. to it about how to invest that money. Secondly, Macquarie allowed withdrawals from the VBI fund, the uh, Van Eyck Blueprint International Shares Fund, at a time that the fund was illiquid. And that's a, that's a clear breach of the responsibilities of the responsible entity. Once the fund is illiquid, the responsible entity needs to stop allowing uh, withdrawals from the fund. Mm. And third, that Macquarie failed to monitor the investments, which led to um, that Van Eyck fund becoming illiquid. So this is, uh, I guess, to simplify further, the Macquarie's, as was we say, the responsible entity, they, in the end, are responsible, as the name would suggest, for making sure that this money is uh, used 
prudently and diligently and they failed to do that in this instance. Absolutely right. I mean, investors are entitled to rely on the professionalism and expertise of responsible entities because they're paying for the responsible entity to act on in their interests. Mm. A responsible entity really should be treating that money as if it's their own money and acting with the same diligence and care as if it was their own money. After the investigation and once the contraventions were presented to Macquarie, how did the case proceed from that point? So Macquarie agreed to the contraventions. Um, we agreed with Macquarie to submit an agreed statement of facts and uh, some joint submissions on penalty. And uh, the court accepted the submissions, found that there were the contraventions as alleged, and, um, and decided that a civil penalty of $400,000 was appropriate to be paid by Macquarie in respect of those breaches, together with um, a $200,000 order for ASIC's costs. Now, when the, the, the decision came down, did the judge make any comments that you'd, you'd sort of like to highlight when talking about this case? Yes, he did. And this is a very strong part of the reason that, notwithstanding the fact that Macquarie did cooperate and did uh, accept that it had contravened, that we were very keen to put the agreed statement of, of facts to the court so the court could make some comments uh, for the benefit of the broader industry and for the benefit of investors as a whole. And um, uh, Barrett, um, Acting Acting Justice Barrett, uh, certainly didn't miss that opportunity. Uh, he said, for example, that Macquarie was insufficiently attentive to what should have been warning signs concerning the relevant investments. Uh, Macquarie did not adequately scrutinise and question recommendations received from Van Eyck and it did not adequately address risks and was not sufficiently alert to the possibly adverse consequences of matters coming to its attention. And he also commented specifically on the duties of a responsible entity. He said, This case highlights the need to emphasise again the basic duty of the responsible entity of a registered managed investment scheme to exercise the care and diligence that a reasonable person would exercise in the same position. Such a responsible entity holds scheme property on trust for scheme members. Like every trustee, a responsible entity is bound to take all those precautions which an ordinary prudent man of business would take in managing similar affairs of his own. And that's the, the crux of it, isn't it? That uh, you're treating other people's money as if it was if it was your own. That's a the core principle. Absolutely. It's a, it's a key message to responsible entities that they need to remain attentive to the um, investments. They need to exercise their duties prudently and responsibly. And they can't take unnecessary reliance on uh, another party that they may have contracted to give them advice. That's not a sufficiently, a sufficiently good excuse. The other point about this case is that as issues arise um, that came to Macquarie's attention, but as issues arise that come to a responsible entity's attention, that something might not be going right with these investments, even having decided to make the investment in the first place, that there was something wrong with the investments further on, mm. the responsibility is to act very quickly uh, and to find out what the issue is and then redress it. And just finally, if people uh, want to see the judgment, it is on our media release. If you go to the asic.gov.au website, you can, for those that might be in the industry interested in the judgment, you can read it there by clicking the link at the bottom of the release. Absolutely. Well. I, I highly recommend it. Um, it's um, the statement of facts 
uh, tell a reasonably straightforward story, but it's um, it's a very it's very important, I think, for response plenities and their advisors to read that statement of facts and read uh, the judgment um, to understand better understand uh, their duties as response plenities. Greg, thanks very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Very much, very pleased to be here. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the official ASIC podcast very shortly. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.